This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talk a little. I can help you with some uh, NFL conference championship odds. How about that? I love that. that. How about I love that? that? I'm sorry. All right. So the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC, plus 150. The Buffalo Bills, plus 175. The Bengals, plus 350. That's who Pam likes, the Bengals. The Jags are 11 to 1. Hmm. The 49ers, plus 160. In the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, plus 160. The Cowboys, plus 360. And then my New York football giants, the Fighting Marazes, 11 to 1. What do you think about Maraz coming out here, not even having any... What is it with you two? You NFC East fans. None of you guys have any faith in your teams. I need you to come in here and say, packing up my game and I'm heading out west like Kid Rock, right? Do you think that the Giants were to beat the Eagles, they would be live to go to the Super Bowl? If the Giants get past the Eagles? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because then you get another divisional rival in the Cowboys if they beat the Niners. Or the Niners, yeah. Or the Niners, right? That's actually like a pretty good matchup on both of those sides for them. Not to say that the Giants would be favored against either one, but, I mean, you got a really good shot. There's no, like, crazy, you know, this behemoth in the NFC. Anybody, it's kind of wide open. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think that Brian Dable and Mike Kafka are really going to have to be in their bag. It's going to have to be like a master game plan because the problem is what they put on tape against Minnesota. That was the perfect game plan. Daniel Jones throwing on early downs, using his legs, the way they use Saquon. Because I played Saquon carries. That didn't get home. No. Uh, did not. It was a uh, Daniel Jones passing attempts did his rushing attempts and rushing yards did. I would still play Daniel rushing Jones yards rushing too. yards too so and I. rushing attempts. And I actually don't hate the passing yards either. No, not at all. And props are up, so we could take a look at those coming up here yep. shortly. The uh, question is: the value enough for you to play the Jags or the Giants as far as no. uh, conference odds? Because I completely agree with the Jags. I would want fourteen to one. I mean, I would you, want, had, you had a 20 to one like four days ago. Right, exactly. Giants, I would want at least 25 to one, as crazy as that sounds, even with the NFC being a big dumpster fire. Uh, dumpster fire. Do you think it's worth betting on the Chiefs, Bills, or 49ers at this price? Chiefs, Chiefs plus Bills, 150. 49ers. No, yeah. I don't. Completely agree. Yeah. Who's the biggest, or what is your biggest question mark with the Bengals and the Cowboys? Offensive line for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Joe Burrow going to be able to find his guys with being under duress? We know that he can. Uh, we know that you know, his coordinators have really good game plans after halftime. That's what Joe Burrow does. Um, he's like the the king of coming out in the hole after an adjustment in the locker room, rallying. We saw that against the Chiefs. We saw that even against the Rams in the Super Bowl. You know, you could have made the case that the Bengals could have won the Super Bowl, you know, if things would have broken their way. Yeah. So I think that's the number one thing. Also, the secondary of the Bengals I'm yeah. concerned about as well. Like, is Josh Allen just going to throw for 450 yards on Eli Apple and put, like, just, you know, 
just basically yards on their heads, right? Uh, or is Josh Allen going to throw picks and to be too aggressive and are guys like Jesse Bates going to be able to pick them off? That's that's number two. With the Cowboys, it's really just kind of Dak. Dak and, really? the, and the coaching staff. You know, listen, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously they were a lion without teeth, and I was worried that the teeth would show up, and that was really the thing. But that but is a good defense. That so is a good defense, yeah. good run defense, but you could throw on them, right? True. Like they're – their secondary has been vulnerable for, you know, three seasons now. No, very true. But all the dudes at least played for the first time all since week five. All the dudes played, and I think that actually is something that you could say, well, maybe if they had a few weeks to get back into fighting shape or back into the rhythm, they would have been a lot better. Uh, so if the Cowboys go up against a team like, for example, the Eagles, or even this weekend against the Niners, how are they going to do up against pressure, right? This is a this The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a one-dimensional defense, the Niners and the Eagles are a two-dimensional defense. So I'd be worried about the offense for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, question mark for the Bengals has to be the offensive line. Like you said, the secondary, way too much uh, Eli Apple for my liking. Dallas, I, I don't really have any question marks on the offensive side of the ball. Only, like, what's the game plan going to be yeah. coming into this game? Are we going to see a lot of Tony Pollard? Is it just going to be Dak dropping back 42 times, getting teed off on? What do you think the worst game plan is for the Cowboys? For the Cowboys? running yeah. the Trying to run the ball. No, uh, 15 plus carries for Zeke. Yeah, I agree. Like, I want to see very little of Zeke. He Maybe looks, some goal line touches. I wouldn't actually hate not seeing Zeke at all. I <laughs> thousand. He looks so ineffective. When you talk about how good the defensive line and Vita Vea were, were uh, in that game on Monday night, and then how effective Tony Pollard still was, I think his prop was like 44 and a half, and he had over 80 rushing yards, yeah. and Zeke was... Didn't even crack tw- over 30, right? He had like 25 rushing yards. Yeah. So I don't think Zeke's very good right now. I have no questions, though. Offensively, I think the Cowboys will be just fine. I, I guess, are they going to be able to run the ball against San Francisco? At least pick up like three, four yards per carry. That's so they're not one. facing third and eight. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, that's I just want to know what we're going to get from the secondary because Brock Purdy has been gambling a little bit the last couple weeks. I watched enough of Brock Purdy at Iowa State to tell you that the stinker's coming eventually. Look at the teams he's beat. And I'm not trying to rag on San Francisco or what Purdy's done because he was the last pick of the draft. So just him being here right now is remarkable. He's a rookie quarterback. Seattle twice. Washington. Washington. Uh, Vegas. uh, Arizona twice. And what's his best performance? It was against the Raiders, and everybody talks about that game. And that Raiders defense is a sieve. That secondary is brutal. So Literally one of the worst in the league. Yeah, I just – I could see him – I think he's going to throw a pick in this game. I'm going to play that prop. Props are up at BetMGM right now. It's minus 115 just for Brock Purdy to throw a pick. Uh, we know that the secondary for Dallas likes to gamble. I wish I could pick or pick. I wish I could play Diggs to pick Purdy. It like I, it like four to one even. I think Diggs is going to make a play. Hopefully a pick six. I love Dallas in this game. I just want to know if we get the same performance that we got from the defense that we got against Tampa Bay, or if we get like what we saw against the Texans when they had Jeff Driscoll yep. and uh, or against the Commanders or against the Commanders who had no business winning that game, even though I played them. On the defensive side of the ball, the commanders had five guys sit out that game. And still, Dak got picked off a couple times. Offense they didn't look good. They put up six points. I just I think Dak got like the the bad performances out of the way. And again, like we go back to some of those interceptions earlier on in the year, the game against Green Bay. Some of those were on CeeDee Lamb. Some of those were on the receivers. Some of those were on Dak. The Texans game was terrible. Um, but he's had some really good performances as well. This is also a huge step up in class for them as well on the defensive side of the ball, even though they did just see Tampa. They didn't really play anybody since week seven either, uh, other than the Eagles. And the Eagles just played a bunch of zone defense. 
It's going to be interesting to see if San Francisco just goes all man against Dak because that's where he struggles. As long as he plays a clean game, he could throw a pick. We just can't have like multiple picks from Dak. We can't have fumbles. Just got to keep, just got to keep it clean. And I think that uh, Dallas is live in this game. So I don't really. That would be my concern, though. Yeah, to me, it would be my another thing that I didn't mention about the Cowboys, and maybe, maybe you think, okay, well, they don't do this anymore, and they're much more disciplined, but. I watched a lot of playoff games for the Cowboys and just big games in general where they shoot themselves in the foot through penalties. Yeah. You've got, you know, obviously some injuries to the offensive line. You've got new guys on the right side of the line. Like, do they make mistakes? Like, do they flinch? Like, do we get false starts? Do yeah. we get holding penalties? Especially when you have Nick Bosa back there. Like, are we going to see guys just basically mauling Nick Bosa and he, and having to really be behind the chains and sort of behind schedule. And Dak's just not very good behind schedule. You know what I would do all week if I was Mike McCarthy or Dan Quinn? And that's the other thing. I mean, people Play are going to— freeze tag? Like, well, it, like Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn obviously know each other really well. So you could say, well, Kyle Shanahan's going to know exactly what to do against Dan Quinn. And I'm not saying Dan Quinn deserves to be a head coach. He's probably going to he be a head not. coach. But he's a great defensive coordinator. He's yep. a really good defensive coordinator. Um, and so I think they're going to have the perfect game plan against San Francisco. I don't know if they're going to shut down the run or shut down McCaffrey. But I think they might be at least able to hold their own. But I don't know. There's just a couple things that I keep going back and forth with on this game. I can't wait to watch this, though. I'm would you really say this excited. is the game of the week, the weekend? Because I, I would say Bengals-Bills, but I feel like the Bengals offensive line kind of takes away from that matchup. But the more and more everybody hypes up the Bills, I would be more concerned. Like, we're asking right now what would be your main concern or question mark with the Bengals and Cowboys. I would be more concerned if I was a Bills fan just with Josh Allen's turnovers. thousand percent. Because the Bills could win that game by 14, 20 points if they play a clean football game. But if they don't, they could easily lose that game. They could have lost to the Miami Dolphins with a sixth-round draft pick at quarterback. If it wasn't for Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill dropping deep balls, they probably would have won that game. If it wasn't for Mike McDaniel thinking that it was a first down and running one of the worst fourth down plays I've ever seen in my life in playoff in the playoffs, like maybe they convert and maybe they do beat the Bills. Like, I would not have been shocked if they would have lost that game. Not shocked. Yeah. No, I mean, oh, wait, if the Dolphins beat the Bills? I wouldn't have been shocked, given I, the, the momentum in that game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Buffalo just, they haven't really played a good, other than uh, the first game back um, after Hamlin, they really haven't played a good game in a long time. No, they haven't. They really haven't. Auburn up 54-40, 9.25 to go. It'd be nice if they could win this game and cover the number. Yeah, I mean, as far as futures, there's nothing that I would play right now. I have some bills, uh, but I have that plus 450. It's plus 175 right now, other than the Jags. I think the Jags are live against Kansas City. Just because Kansas City has not really had to get up for a game the last couple weeks. They didn't play last week. They didn't really do a whole lot week 18. Uh, They get a little too cute at times. We've seen that. I think Jacksonville might be live in that game, as long as we get Trevor Lawrence that we got in the second half and not the Trevor Lawrence that we got in the first half when he threw four picks. You're talking about a, a player who wants to sling the rock, I too. Mean, and the Jags are just hot right now. They've, just Yeah. we talk. It's kind of Don't they kind of feel like the, not exactly the same team identity, but don't they feel a little bit like the Bengals last year where they're getting the momentum at the right time? Yeah, they put up a stinker in the first half, but outside of that, they had a really good first start of the year, and then the last part of the year was really good, too. Yeah, and I mean, with the Chiefs, they clinched the division. They're comfortable right now, but I mean, are they? Because Patrick Mahomes has the one Super Bowl ring all offseason long. He heard that, hey, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to come back down to earth. There were people that were playing the Chiefs not even to make the playoffs. What was that, like plus 135, plus 150, I think? Yeah. Only, which is crazy. Um, 
I was trying to make the case to buy low on the Chiefs. I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening. I can't wait to watch these games this Me weekend. Me too. You want, be, what's that? You want to hear something crazy? I forgot about this until just the other day. Is So I forgot this story, but when I was uh, in Houston on Radio Row, this was in 2017. This is right. This is two months before Patrick Mahomes was drafted, right? So he was slated to go maybe late first, early second at that point. Lee Steinberg, who is his agent, and I didn't really know Lee well, but he was a famous, you know, NFL agent for a long time, kind of fell out of Jerry grace. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. So Lee offers us a couple of clients and Patrick Mahomes. And I ended up interviewing him years later, but we turned down, I turned down interviewing Patrick Mahomes two months before he was drafted. Because you didn't know who he was? Cause Cliff because Kingsbury's- Cliff Kingsbury had him <laughs> just locked in a closet somewhere. And so I was like, yeah, we're good. And, and Lee Steinberg came over to our little booth and he was like, no, this guy's going to be a star. Like, I promise you. And I go, honestly, Lee, uh, I don't mean to say be rude about this, but like we have a lot of guys that are real stars right now. And I, I don't have a lot of time. And also, every agent says that about their player. Yeah. Isn't that just the craziest? It, it is. And I mean, um, imagine not drafting Patrick Mahomes. The team that I have circled for that, because I mean, everybody passed on Patrick Mahomes, but what the hell were the Chicago Bears thinking? Not like even Mitch they didn't Trubisky? even do an, they didn't even do an interview with Deshaun Watson, it's and this crazy. is before all the Deshaun Watson stuff came out, obviously. And he thought guy, he was going there. Guy won a national title and he beat Alabama. It was like, what was the knock that he can't win the big game? I didn't really understand it, but Patrick Mahomes, I just remember playing the over when him and Baker Mayfield won at it. Forgot the final score of that game, but there was like 175 total points scored. But he, they did win Tech. the big game. What do you mean? But Clemson did win. Clemson did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so what would be the knock on him? That, there is no No, that's, knock. that's yeah. what I was asking. I was like, he just beat... I, I guess he yeah. had the torn ACL. Remember he had the two knee injuries? Yes. He had the one before he got to Clemson and then the one while he was there. So maybe that. But uh, I, I thought Mahomes was going to be good. You knew he was going to be a project or you thought he was going to be a project. But I'll never forget that game. Him and Baker taking God, the over so in that good. game. It was 900 point score.